This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. What the hell are we waiting on? Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges. Do you want it or not? Rick Goslin. Do you understand there's a price to pay? And Clark Judge. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. We demand you look at GEICO because the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by GEICO. It's just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you probably, yeah, you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Well, as you know, mostly because we've been hammering it, it's Seniors and Contributors Week at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. With voting on the class of 2018 nominees, that's going to be this Thursday and Friday. Two senior candidates and one contributor will emerge. And one guy who could, and we think should, have some momentum is former Kansas City safety Johnny Robinson. He was a member of the all-time all-AFL team and one of the best ever. AFL, NFL, doesn't matter his position. And we tried to get him this week, but because Johnny isn't feeling well, we did the next best thing. We got one of his closest friends, and that would be Smokey Stover. Now, like Johnny, Smokey played on the Dallas Texans. In fact, he was a linebacker on the team that went to that 62 double overtime game with Houston. That was a good one. And like Johnny, he was with the Chiefs from 63 through 66 and won the 66 AFL championship. Then he went to Canada. Guess what? Won a great cup with Hamilton in 1967. Hey, Smokey, three championships in two yes, states and one province. What's your secret? Well, I was at the right place at the right time. <laughs> I guess you were. Okay, well, we're talking about Johnny Robinson here. Um, he's been a Hall of Fame finalist before, in fact, six times, but he's never been elected. What are voters missing? That I wish I could answer that, but. Uh, Knowing the guy, playing with the guy, watching him know how football runs, Johnny was one of the most smartest players I ever played with. He knew what was happening before it happened. And uh, I just, it really kind of puzzles me that he didn't go into the Hall of Fame uh, a lot sooner. And I, I wish him a lot of luck and I hope. Uh, I hope he gets it this time. That's a long time ago, over 30 years, in fact. Are you concerned that people have just forgotten about him? Well, that's always a possibility, but uh, gosh, uh, you know, you, you look at the, the records, and there always people are looking at the records. I mean, it's very outstanding when you see what he has, what he did during his tenure of, of, of professional football. And even in uh, in college, I mean, if you go back that far here in Louisiana, that's uh, Johnny Robinson is a uh, is a legend. I mean, he's uh, everybody knows Johnny Robinson from you know ten years old up to you know way up there. But uh, he's uh, he should be there. He really should. Well, you know, uh, Smokey, there's people who believe, uh, and I'm one of them, uh, that he's a sort of a victim of almost a conspiracy against AFL players. You know, for a long time on the Hall of Fame committee, they had 12 NFL votes and eight former AFL cities had votes and no AFL guys really got through. Then time passes and, and you tend to forget. Do you believe that, that Johnny and maybe other NFL AFL players uh, like Gino Capaletti, who's the all-time leading scorer in that league, were unfairly treated by the Hall for a long time? Well, I have to agree with you. I, believe, I have had conversations uh with people about that and uh majority of the guys that i know that were not you know football players or anything they, they but 
were up to date on football and what was happening. You know, they 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 think some of the earlier players, like you say, the AFL, that was one of the whole blocks on them. And uh, then after, like you say, time has passed and people forget him. But guy, I tell you, people here in Louisiana still know Johnny Robinson. All you got to do is mention the name, you know. And uh, he's well liked. He's uh, and he's a. Uh, uh, a top-notch guy. Uh, I've known him for a long time. Now, Smokey, few people know that Johnny actually started out as a running back on the Chiefs and had pretty good success catching the ball and running the ball. Why did Hank move him to defense in his third season? Well, uh, actually, I think he, we were a week in the secondary, and Johnny kind of wanted to move in back to, to the defense, and I think he and Stram had a little talk, and when it came out, uh, Johnny was moved back to the defensive back, and uh, and Johnny told me one time that one reason he really would wanted to get back on the defense, he thought his longevity would last a lot longer than the running back, and uh, well, he he proved the point. He had a long long career and a very successful career. We're speaking with former Chiefs linebacker Smokey Stover, who's a close friend of senior candidate Johnny Robinson, and we're doing it on the Talk of Fame Network. And you can find the show on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com. Smokey, um, I know, as you said, you, you speak to him fairly frequently. Does he ever talk to you about the Hall? I mean, do you get a sense that it's something that frustrates or confounds him? I guess what I'm asking is, does he or, or, or does anyone really understand why he's not in? Well, I know a lot of people that can't understand why he's not in, but I've talked to Johnny. In fact, I talked to him uh, yesterday. Uh, he's been ill, but uh, he didn't, you know, he, he has no qualms. He, he just thinks it's the way it happened, and, you know, it just came out this way. And, and he, like I say, he has no ill feelings about it or, you know, cursing and stomping the ground or nothing like that. He's pretty cool-headed about it, and he... He understands what's going on, and, uh, you know, he, he's taking it as, as it comes. Well, Smokey, you know, uh, Chiefs historian Bob Moore, who I know knows you, uh, and he's a good friend of ours as well, he, he tells me <laughs> that you have a great story about the first tryout camp with the Texans. And I'm not talking about the Houston Texans. I'm talking about the Dallas Texans. You want to tell us about it? Right. Well, the, my story is that I went up as a running back, too, but they moved me to defense, to linebacker. And we were in training camp in Roswell, New Mexico. We had three a days, four a days, and I lost so much weight. I've gotten down to about 188 pounds. And when all the cutting was done, they still had one extra linebacker. And I figured I was going to get cut because I was I, I was so damn skinny. What I did, uh, my roommate, Walt Corey, and I went and got two 10-pound weights. We knew we was going to have a, our last weigh-in before we broke 10. <laughs> and I took those 10-pound weights, and I put them under my arms, and Walt Corey took the elastic bandage, and I mean he wrapped me around that damn thing, and I put a T-shirt on about a... Four triple eight, I mean L uh, size line, and swallowed me. I got on the on the on the, uh, the 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 scale, and it weighed me two oh five. And uh, <laughs> I, after that, I made the team, 
And I went and told the coach that weighed me in. I told him what I had done after the season, you know. And he started to laugh, and he said, you're not going to believe this, but Stram and I had a knockdown drag out over you and your weight because Stram said he can't weigh that much. He's a stick. He's a stick. He can't weigh that much. And Coach uh, Walsh said, oh, yeah, I weighed him. He weighs that much. And that's that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I made the team and played seven years after that. <laughs> Well, you should have put a 25-pound weight. They would have moved to the nose tackle. It would have been perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but if you see me, and uh, I was uh, I was string bean. I mean, I was. I mean, we had three. I can say three days. Roswell, New Mexico, wasn't too favorable weather, if you know what I mean. When when you tell stories like that about you know three a days and 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 that kind of thing, and you see what the NFL is doing today, where they can't have more than about three padded practices in a row before everybody has to go to the circus for two days and all that, what do you what do you what do you think of today's football as opposed to what you guys went through? I tell you what, I think they're really pampered nowadays. Uh, you know, uh, I, I can't blame them. They've you know we've come a long ways, but. Uh, I think a lot of them, if they'd had to go go through what we did in the AFL when we first got started and everything, there probably wouldn't be a lot of them playing. You know, I mean, it. it I mean, it, it, you just can't imagine what we went through. To, you know, in Roswell, New Mexico, and I know some of the other teams went through the same thing. Also, people coming and going, and I mean, running sprints until you were blue in the face. You know. But that's how they got their teams together. Hey, Smokey, thanks so much for the time. And please, please pass on our best wishes to Johnny. I sure will. And thank you for calling me. And uh, good luck. Thanks, Smokey. Thanks, Thanks Smokey. Smokey. This former linebacker Smokey Stover coming up. It's Rick and Ron in another town hall debate. Another reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. 